This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Jim Alsman, Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, and Greg Pecco. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua here with you getting ready for the start of the second half here from Teamer Field at Conestoga High School in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. A cooler night here tonight. The rain has held off so far in this one. And Steve, uh, interesting first half that saw Conestoga kind of put a stranglehold on the game. And then towards the end of that half there, Marble Newtown able to score on a Weathers to Hoff touchdown pass. Yeah, just like just before, you know, we saw uh, Conestoga up 28-7. Uh, just like that, uh, with the winding seconds or winding minutes into the uh, of the first half, and Marble Newtown comes with a huge play, weathers the half connection, and uh, makes it 28 to 14. But Marple Newtown, as they've done in the past few games, as uh, Harry Gicking has made some adjustments on defense, they have to stop the two big runners on Conestoga, who have uh, um, have 180 yards combined. We just heard the PA announcer uh, yell out their stats, and um, they have to do a better job of uh, you know finding. Uh, different ways to come up, make tackles, a lot of missed tackles, you see, and they have just to go low and gang tackle as, uh, you know, trying to get the back to, back into this game. Dave DePasqua down on the sidelines, and Dave, as we talked about at half, the importance of this opening kickoff and opening drive that Marple will have is, is kind of doubly uh, there given the playoff implications. And having some troubles with Dave's mic. Uh, we'll get down to him in just a second. Dave, you with us? Now, well, Steve, kickoff here. Marple will get the ball. This start this half very important for them to get down the field and put some points on the board. Yeah, and I won't be surprised if they come out with that double tight set again. Um, and keep uh, pounding sadness um, up the middle, off the tackles. Um, but uh, I do think they're going to give some trust in the Marcus Weathers to step back and uh, make some throws. And looking at the statistics, you have Adrian Sapness, 16 carries, 99 yards. So a good effort from him. And then Marcus Weathers, 4 or 5, 58 yards, the majority on that pass to Abel Hoff. So the offense is there. It's just been a matter of getting the offense to uh, kind of put all these plays together and move it down the field at one time. Yeah, and, you know, I know Coach Gicking, the coaching staff, is getting them fired up. This game is far from over. They're only down 14 points. That score before half was a huge momentum builder. And if they can go down the field here on the first possession of the second half, that's going to do wonders for this team as their defense can come back on the field with a lot of momentum. Uh, This game's really a lot about momentum. So if you can put together a nice drive here, it's going to do a lot for this team. Certainly, as the temperatures continue to fall, breeze begins to pick up here at Teamer Field in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Uh, Conestoga's homecoming. They had their homecoming festivities a moment ago uh, during the half, and the Tigers are out on the field. Conestoga special teams unit in the huddle uh, getting ready to open this second half here in week seven. Ruger will kick it away, tease the ball up at the 40-yard line. Sapness and Hoff to return. The kicks so far tonight have been directed at that front line of the Tigers' return unit and has bounced off them a few times. 
And they've been bullets. There hasn't been a traditional onside kick. They've been bullets right at the special teams unit. Let's see what Ruger does here. Kick is a low squibber. It's going to be picked up by Hoff. He bobbles it at the 10. Now he has it at the 5. He's going to take it far side of the field. Now he's going to cut it back this way. He has some blockers. He's across the 15 and breaks a tackle at the 20 and run out of bounds at the 24. So Steve able to make something out of nothing. Number 33, Corey Manning. Pushes Hoff out of bounds, but Hoff, you know, bobbles a snap, or the, the ball there on the kickoff. Goes to the right as Conestoga kick return team, kickoff team comes down. He reverses sides and picks up some nice yardage towards the sideline. We've seen those bobbles in the past lead to, to big gains in the return unit because, like you said, uh, we've talked about all the time, is it gets guys out of their lanes exactly. and then opens up uh, running areas for the return unit. High formation, two receivers. Weathers is going to hand off to Sapness. He's across the 25 and brought down after maybe a yard and a half game. Daquan Perry in on the play for the Conestoga Pioneers as Sapness gets the ball out of the backfield and tries to find some running room. That puts him over 100 yards on the day. 11.26 to go. Third quarter, Pioneers lead 28-14. It'll be second down and eight for Marple from their own 27. Weathers hands off to Sapness, bounces it far side. He's tripped up immediately and brought down, though. And he's only going to get maybe a yard on the carry there. Looks like number 66, Lenny Watson, in on the tackle for the Pioneers, bringing up up a huge third down here for this Tigers uh, offense on the first possession of the second half. Dave, it looked like Sapness had had some running room if he was able to get through that hole. It looked like a Pioneer just stuck an arm out and tripped him up. Still having trouble with Dave's mic. We will try and rectify that situation very soon. I formation, two receivers here on third and eight. Weathers, play action. Play action sets up. Now he's going to take off, and he's going to pick up yardage back to the 30, but that'll bring up fourth down. Number 35, Peter Jean in on the tackle there for the Tigers, or for the Pioneers, excuse me. As the punting unit for the Tigers comes on the field, three and out. They can't get anything going on offense, so good job there by the Pioneer defense. So Hahn and Carter to return. They're back at their own 38-yard line. Excuse me, Dorsey and Carter to return. Hahn to punt for Marple Newtown. Hahn's punt is a line driver. Carter will take it from his own 37. Actually, a fair catch. Called fair catch signal very early on that kick. And Conestoga will take over at their own 39-yard line. Didn't see the fair catch signal, but it must have, as soon as the ball was punted, and uh, they're just content getting the ball with pretty decent field position at the 39-yard line. So they take over with 9.44 to go in the third quarter. Conestoga has the ball at their own 39. They lead 28-14. They come out with two receivers. I formation, Miller under center. Dorsey spotlight at near side. Two, re- two cover men near side for Marple. It's going to go right up the middle to Schweider. Runs into a gang of tacklers and has a yard gain, if anything. Good job there by Kelly, Civerdelli, and others. DeCamillo is another Tiger in on the tackle. So great job on first and ten by this Tiger defense. 
So it'll be second and nine for the Pioneers from their own 40-yard line. And we'll see what kind of adjustments Coach Gicking has made. Two receivers, one near side, one far. High formation, far side receiver comes in motion, that's Dorsey. Miller looks to throw, he's under some pressure, he's going to throw underneath the Dorsey who makes the catch at the 45 and run out of bounds. And a flag comes down late, and there's some pushing and shoving late on this near sideline. And flags are everywhere, and we're going to have to wait and see. They're going to have to figure this one out. And uh, being as that there's two flags down, we're, we're thinking offsetting there, Steve. Yes, and uh, unfortunately, it would have been on Marble Newtown, 15 yards, but I'm not sure if you know they're going to call us on offset or not. So we'll but see. The initial flag was it appeared to be on Marple Newtown there. Okay, just a late hit out of bounds, but I think Connor Stigger retaliated. So we will see. Uh, officials having a long conference here. Now, emotions running high, obviously. Marple wanting to get a win for Coach Gicking. Uh, coming back here to Conestoga, and Conestoga wanting to do the same with Coach Gicking now on the other sideline. And obviously you want cooler heads to prevail in all situations. Sure, but, sure. Uh, as high school players, it, it tends to get a little emotional at times. Steve, you know that. You played along the line, which can be very emotional at times. So Coach Geeking coming out trying to tell his guys to, to relax and and not do anything that will get them in any further trouble. This is a very long conference here with six, with 8.58 to go in the third quarter. 28-14, the Pioneers lead on their homecoming night here at Teamer Field in Berwyn, Pennsylvania. Looks like the conference has come to an end, and we'll see what, what we're going to get here. <coughs> so here we go. So offsetting penalties, uh, leaving the down at the end of the play to be third down and two here after the Dorsey reception, and he was knocked out of bounds. So essentially, without him saying it's offsetting penalties. It's third and two on the 48-yard line. So ball will be at the 48. So it'll be about a yard and a half for that first down here. And I expect Conestoga to run this ball. They've had some success so far. Much success, I should say. Dorsey doubled up the middle. Miller on the QB keeper. He appears to have it. Steve, we're sitting right here. And that's exactly what it is. Now a flag comes in very late by the head officially pointing at a Conestoga lineman. but I don't know who he was pointing at necessarily, but we'll see. Um, obviously, the officials are going to try and take charge in this one now. And this could be a... I don't know if it came after the... The flag was after It was the well after the play. It was a dead ball foul. So the first down still going to count. It's going to be against Conestoga. We have a first down... Personal foul, personal foul, gets the red. We're going to go back 15 yards, set the sticks. It'll be first and 10. 74. So it'll be first down and 10, but they move it back to 
the 35-yard line, which, Steve, I, I would have thought that would have had to be a first and 25. Well, I don't know. Well, if it's, they get to, they picked up the first down, so. So the, chain, the whole chains get moved? Yeah. Okay, so the, all right. Uh, just trying to think that I, I thought Confusing, the change would yeah. move forward and then the penalty would move them back and started at fifth, first and 25. But uh, either way, I think we might have saw something. So now a substitute quarterback has to come in for one play. John Lockentour will come in for Miller for one play. So, interesting series of events right there. And this is big because Marvin Newtown's got it now. He's handing this ball off. I don't think Coach Vogan's going to trust him to put it in the air. In warm-ups, he had a good arm. But like you said, for one play, after you've been sitting out here in the cold, uh, you would think he's going to run the ball. Schweider in the backfield. He hands it off to Schweider. Goes up the middle for three yards on the play. It'll be second and seven. And Miller will come back in to claim a spot under center. And Kyle Kelly in on the tackle for the Tigers there. So good job of the Tigers day. Bring up second down. 8-15 to go. In the third quarter, Pioneers lead 28-14 to second down and eight now. Miller hands off to Schweider, off tackle far side of the field. And the Tigers stringing him out. They few guys got to him there. Finally forced him down and no gain on the play. Looked like Noah Turner and DiCamillo in on the tackle for the Tigers. So Tigers string it out and come up and make a nice play. Good job by this Tigers defense. A huge, huge third down here for this Tigers D to get off the field. And we saw a couple of these in the first half. They were unsuccessful doing so. So he's 7.35 to go, third and seven. Two receivers near side. Dorsey's the outside receiver. Coleman the slot. One receiver in motion from the far side to the near side. Miller's going to hand off to Schweider. Bounces it far side. Nobody's over there defensively. First down. He's across the 40, 30, 20. And there's a flag down behind the play. This is going to be a hold. Flag down behind the play. This one's coming back. And that's big. And that was a nice block on Adriel Moss, but he just tugged. Adriel Moss keep, get, tries to get his arm free. And once you see arms and you can't turn your body, refs are going to throw it. He was on top flag, of it. Flag is all the way back down at the 43-yard line. And this one's going to come back for a hold. And it was a well-designed play. Forced the Excellent. Tigers' to, you know, attention to the near side of the field. Uh, as That's where everybody was. And Schweder just went off tackle yep. far side. Offense. Ten-yard penalty for the spot of the foul. Third down. Steve, good eyes. You you spotted that one before I had a chance to. I was I was hoping for it to be caught. <laughs> Initially, it was a great block, but then you hold on to it a little too long, and they're going to call yeah. it. And uh, it was an excellent design play by Coach Vogan. It was like a draw misdirection, and it threw the defense off guard. But a good job of Adriel Moss, backside, outside, back, outside linebacker, to stay home and uh, force the flag to be thrown. Dave DePasco, you were down there right on the sideline for us for that one. And never mind, we'll check back with Dave in a second as we run this play here. It'll be third down and 12. Three receivers near side. Single back is Schweider. Miller under center. Shot. Tiger show blitz up the middle. They're going to bring the blitz. It's picked up. Miller has some time. Now he's going to be flushed from the pocket. It's going to throw underneath. It's caught by Dorsey for a first down at the 45. Christiana able to tackle him, though, Steve. A huge conversion there as Christiana brings down Dorsey. But the, blitz, the offensive line kind of still did an outstanding job picking up the two middle linebackers blitzing. And... Uh, 
Miller was able to buy some more time. Looked like he was going to run, tucking and run, but finds his big target, 6'5 receiver, Martin Dorsey, for the first down. So it'll be first down and 10 for Stoga at their own 47-yard line. They lead 28-14, 6.45 to go, third quarter. Miller hands off to Schweider, met in the backfield, wrapped up and brought down for a loss by the Tigers. Vince Siverdelli blows up the center there at his nose guard position and swallows up the pioneer runner. So a big play there after letting up a big first down on third down. So it'll be second down and 12, and we're, we're uh, used to seeing Siverdelli do that, Steve. Uh, not as quite as often tonight, but he has been very, very strong up the middle throughout the season. And now we have a timeout called by Coach Bogan with 6.08 to go third quarter. Still going to lead 28-14. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua. 6.08 to go third quarter. 28-14 to 14 lead for Conestoga. It's second and 11 as the Pioneers just took a timeout a moment ago. Ball is at... The Pioneer 46-yard line. So here we go. On second and 11, Miller out. Under center, eye formation. And Dorsey in motion far side. And the Tigers jump. Tigers jump across the line on the hard count by Miller. And flags are down. We all wait the official signal, though. So here it is, Steve. And they will be against Marple Newtown as they move it across the 52, that 49 of Marple now. So it'll be second down and six for the Pioneers. Dorsey near side receiver, Coleman far side. Miller under center. Schweider, the running back. It's a handoff to Schweider. Off tackle far side. He's going to pick up three yards before he's brought down shy of that 45. Turner, DiCamillo, and others in on the tackle for the Tigers. Big third down here. Third and three, Dave. So it'll be third down and three. 5.36 to go. I formation, single receiver near side. Miller sends Dorsey in motion, and it's going to be a handoff to Schweider. He bounces it to the outside. He has the first down. He's across the 40 and across the 35 and brought down to 34. Lucas Moss trips him up. 
As Stoga picks up another first down here on this drive. Five twenty-four to go, third quarter now. Stoga driving here in this one. Ball at that Marple 34-yard line for the Pioneers. Coleman checks in. That receiver. And Conestoga taking their time here. In no rush with the two-touchdown lead and moving the football deep into Tiger territory. Coleman under center. Two receivers, I form. He's going to look to throw, looking, looking. He's going to throw Coleman far side. And, oh, my finger, oh, my Lord. What a catch. What a catch. It was well defended. Lucas Moss able to get a hand on it at the four. And Coleman, what concentration sticks with it, tips it to himself three, four times. Unbelievable. Dave DePasqua field side. Uh, we'll have to give us... In that fourth quarter, he'll have to give us an update on what he saw and have to re-describe that one. That was one heck of a catch, Steve. Yeah, and great concentration. A couple times he bobbled it, but another excellent coverage by Lucas Moss. Nothing you can do there. He, he batted the ball up. I mean, almost like he was going to intercept it, and Dorsey, an incredible receiver, brings it down for a touchdown. And here we go. Snap's good. Extra point nearly blocked, but good by Ruger. Makes it 35-14, 4.47 to go third quarter. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back with you here. 447 to go. Third quarter. Conestoga leads 35-14 after one heck of a catch a moment ago uh, on the far far side, right end zone there by Conestoga. Lucas Moss was there defending it, made a great defensive play, and great. the ball just able to stay up in the air and tip to the receiver for a touchdown. Nothing you can do there for Lucas Moss. So two times he gets essentially beat, but uh, great coverage by him on both plays. Yeah, but. I mean, he's, he's all over the receivers. It's just the ball seems to be finding... Uh, away in and a direct line drive kick again on sides at the front line of Marple Newtown and now we have some extracurricular activity and that's not going to help the situation Steve doing stuff like that that's not going to help the chippiness at all uh, not at all but it, it gives Marple Newtown great field position so down uh, three scores here uh, you know Hey, give them field position like that on their own 45-yard line. Uh, you're, you're actually helping them out. You know what's funny is is I remember uh, back to my days as a, as a freshman, sophomore up at Penn State, I saw uh, Illinois try that against Penn State, and they ran it in for a touchdown. They just able to get in there. Here we go. I-formation. Adrian Sapness up the middle finds a hole, chopping his legs forward. Adrian Sapness, a nine-yard carry. Steve. Number 86, Preston. Press Piptino in on the tackle there. 
There you go, big guy. Tongue twister. <laughs> a lot of eyes in Yikes. that name. Uh, um, but Sapness, uh, he's a man determined. Coach right kicking. Now. They're going to go a little up-tempo here. It's a quick huddle. Here we go. Eye formation again. Sapness runs back up the middle, trying to break some tackles. He's going to get close to a first down here at that 45-yard line of Conestoga with 4.08 to go third quarter. So it'll be third down and one here. After that last run, 3.58 to go third quarter. Tigers in that. Double tight end set. And Weathers will take it. He's got the first down and more. And they're going to say that he was down by contact. Ball came out at the end, but the side judge says, no, no, down by contact, and it'll be Marple Ball and a first down. New set of downs here. uh, Looked like Conestoga number nine was in on the play there. John Lockentour. But... Weathers does a good job. QB sneak doesn't just go up the middle. He, he takes it a little off the guard there where he finds a hole and picks up the first down. So here we go. Double tight end set again. Weathers hands off to Sapness looking for a hole. Good patient running by Adrian Sapness that time. Brought down at that 36-yard line of Conestoga that time. Will Gratisak in on the play for Conestoga as Sapness takes another uh, carry. Picks up a good chunk of yards there. Well, with all, we welcome Dave DePasco up here to the top of the stands with us. Uh, trying to rectify that mic situation. High formation again on second down and three. Sapness takes, hands off, goes up the middle, close to a first down before he's stacked up, guys. Sadness on the carry. And a whole pile there that time again on the tackle. Looks like 86, Steve. Eddie Jean. Him and Eddie Jean, number 47, in on the play. Marple short of the first down here. And it'll be third down and short. Weathers back to the huddle. 2.24 to go third quarter. 35-14 lead for Conestoga. I formation again. Sapness in the backfield. Weathers will take it again. He finds a big hole, leans forward with that six foot one frame and gets that first down. Dave, he's able to use that body very well in these short situations. If it ain't broke, don't don't mess with it. <laughs> Third and short the entire game. Weathers has been able to get one, two, three yards off that QB sneak. Stay with the Presbatino in on the play for the uh, Pioneers. But another first down there, as Dave mentioned, for this Tigers offense as they keep this drive going. 55 seconds to go, third quarter. Weathers under center. Stacked box by the Pioneers. Sapness is going to look for a hole. Jukes one man out. Gets good 8-9 yard carry again, guys. Another good job. Patient running by Sapness as he's close to another first down tackle by Daquan Perry. I know, Dave, you were down there on the sidelines to open that half and even for that catch, and we'll get to that in just a moment after this play and just kind of see what you saw because I saw that receiver for Stoga tip it three, four times. Here we go. I formation again. Third, second down and two at the Stoga 22. It's a handoff to snap this. A little delay. Sapness bounces it outside. He stiffs arms one man across the 15, running out of bounds at the 12-yard line with nine seconds to go in the third. And they're going to try and run one more play. Oh, excuse me, one minute, 109 left to go 
as the goalpost was hiding the number one on the score clock for me there. Yeah, the, our positioning right now has that right upright, right in front of the one. But a good run there to pick up the first down by Adrian Satness. So I formation again, double tight end. First and 10 from the 13. Sapness is going to take it. Picks his way through a hole. Falls forward as he's being tripped up. But chip, chip, chipping away, guys, Dave. Patience. They're doing it. The first drive, they went completely down the field. Sapness, and now they're soaring to do it again. They're putting all the big boys up front, leading Sapness all the way. And Schroeder in on the tackle for the Pioneers. Second down and seven. High four and double tight end again. Sapness looking, bounces it. Ooh, meet, met immediately at the hole that time. And no game. Coleman and Gene in on the play for the Pioneers as this quarter winds down. I don't know. If, looks like Marcus Bowe is going to hurry to the huddle and get a playoff. As now we're down to 15 seconds. 13 seconds. It's third down and four for Marple. Newtown down by three touchdowns. And here we go. Hand off to Sapness. He cuts it back up the hole. He has close to a first down leaning forward. Now does he have the end zone? He's close. He has the first down. He's at the goal line, and that's where they're going to mark him down. So as the quarter comes to an end, 35-14 Pioneers lead. Tigers are on the doorstep. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 